together, right here. We're on a. We're on an ultra light beam. We're on an ultra light beam. This is a God dream. This is a God dream. This is everything. This is everything. Ooh, we're on. We're on an ultra light beam. We're on an ultra light beam. This is a God dream. This is a God dream. This is everything. That's it. That's it. This is everything. Come on, let's go up higher. We're on a. We're on an ultra light beam. We're on an ultra light beam. This is a God dream. This is a God dream. This is everything. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. This is everything.
something for you.
favor. Designed for you. Ain't no hater. Ain't no nothing that can close the door that God's open. Come on, somebody. This is Sunday Night Lit. This is the warehouse. Sunday morning free. Easy. Hopefully you guys enjoy that vibe anyway story. This is Roger Affinity X is her best in gospel music of Black Orange. I'm gonna play a bit of Fred. Bat to bat to bat. You know, I'm just gonna do that. You know what I mean? I'm gonna go back in the day. You know, we're gonna vibe off his positioning live. You know, it's Africa's album that he released out last year. A bit of a live vibe and, and you know, mixing the live and the album stuff, you know what I mean? So you know, we're just gonna vibe with this live vibe. We're gonna go straight into the next tune, and then another tune from Fred. So hopefully, enjoy the vibe. We've got an interview today. I am going very other side of worship. We're going to hip hop more in the conversation. But I thought, you know what? Let's go go with this vibe in the way. Still, yeah, let's get the worship on. It is Easter weekend. So we need some girl worship on, man. Get some old school legacy.
happen here. Unconditional love. Unconditional love. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Because I placed my love upon him, he said, therefore you will be blessed in the city. And you will be blessed in the field. You're going to be blessed yeah, when you man, come Yeah, man, don't worry. We're not going to go there. <laughs> We're not going to go there, guys. We're going to jump one of my other favorite uh, artists of all time. Don't play them a lot. But you know, it's one of my all-time favorite artists. You know, you have to rate this artist. Not even, I wouldn't say favorite, but definitely ratings. Check this out if you recognize this. Easy. Bam, bam. Oh, we 
against the theme of the t- today's topic today anyway still yeah but you know i'm gonna keep it old because it's easy it's the weekend so i have to do this because we're gonna talk pure hip-hop in a bit still guys 
Oh, good old Easter days. I'm gonna take myself back. Sorry. Me you know, I apologize. Yeah, yeah, I have the, the selection anyway. So, but anyway, this is Roger here and Anthony Texas celebrating gospel musical Black Origin. And here's Hezekiah Walker.
Yes. Wow, big tune that man, big tune anyway, still yeah. Now this is now this is so weird, guys. <laughs> so if you imagine Roger's waking up in the morning, what tune does he play in the morning? What tune does he wake up to in the morning? What tune would he put as an alarm? You're thinking of so wake up tune and whatever that's still yeah. But you know what, guys? My wake up call is this tune. Sounds crazy, Roger. This is the tune that I put on my phone. And it wakes me up in the morning. Angels. Yeah, man, yeah, man. But I'm gonna take this from the top, yeah, guys. Yeah, you know, you're gonna get a real big insight of Roger there. <laughs> me exposing my ringtones up here. Yeah, still, anyway. But my alarm clock, let me take it from the top so you can get everyone can get into it. Because it's Easter weekend, so we have to bring it back to these tunes there. Hey. How can I say thanks for the things? You've done for me Things so undeserved Yet you gave To prove your love to me The voices Of a million angels Could not express My gratitude all that I am And ever hope to be I owe it all To thee
Guys, that was a bit of Kiwi Kiwi shirt. Kiwi shirt. Great is their faithfulness. What I'm going to do today's interview is just going to keep with this churchy vibe. We're going to go flip into a bit of um, head crushing hip hop uh, before we head into the interview. And then we're going to end on the interview today that I have with a guest, man. Check this out, man. You know, we're going to talk about all the hip hop from a Birmingham perspective, man. Going back to the 90s, going back, 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 way back. Watch this space, guys. Let's take this from the top anyway, so because it's, you know, the chewiness right there. Jonathan McManus, you know, his high voice. <laughs> nah, joke. I'm closing chapters. I'm turning pages. Glory to glory And from faith to faith I'm moving on I'm moving on I'm moving on I'm getting older So I'll keep it straight It hurts to let go But it hurts more to stay I'm moving on I'm moving on Hey, 
admit your failures Woo. and forgive yourself for moving on. I'm moving on. Judgment is around me and I soak it up Maybe I'm better off chilling with my problems And everything that's unspoken of Y'all won't get it Keep a distance for the safe route That's why I keep my hood up And I barely let my face out Wanting to believe that everybody's just being kind But when it's about being mine I don't really be inclined That's how it is But Lord knows that I'm better off in this circle Cause spiritually I've been feeling out of shape Like I can't really tell if I'm a rapper or an actor I've been out here getting after just performing out of state Yo, why you leaning in? Wait a minute, take a second, pump the brakes Can't believe the words coming on my face I'ma go back to where I was, just listen and play it safe Now's the best place for me to make an escape and that's my time Yeah, 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 and that's my time Yeah, yeah, yeah Deep down I know I'm better, I know Gotta give up control I'm never gonna score if I run away from the goal Lord, I need your help while I'm working on my soul Lord, I need your help while yeah. I'm working on my soul, yeah, I know I feel like it's always something coming up 
And now I kinda want my faith back Every time I get a little progress With your mindset A brother spin a little off that racetrack Man, let's stay facts Bills kinda piling on the front end And checks coming slower in the back And feeling like my heart up in the dark room Trying to let the sun in But all I hear is everything I lack Truth is, I ain't been as good as I could've been Hogging up the last word Thinking I'ma always get it right Even though we in the spot I put us in Getting on my last nerve in the dark Trying to give it light Been a long time coming Thought I knew it all And I've been off though And I ain't really putting up a fight But come a little closer If you cool with the smoke On the rail If you fan Pray a brother get it right That's my time Yeah 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 And that's my time Yeah 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 Deep down I know I'm better I know Gotta give up control I'm never gonna score If I run away from the goal Lord I need your help While I'm working on my soul Lord I need your help While I'm working on my soul Yeah I know I done seen the cruddiest Bloodiest Scummiest Hung with it Used to run with it Man I studied it Head not the agnostics I relate to the atheists Emotions are important But they don't lord the state I'm in I've been young, now I'm aging But never have I ever seen the righteous forsaken He's ageless Why would I be the need he couldn't meet? How am I the provision he couldn't be? I can tell you run to the altar and holler Jesus But you give your situation power based on how you see it And I synced it Mind, body, spirit, I done synced it every season I've learned how to seize it Now I'm seasoned We tend to fill away cause we fill away The secret is contentment without always getting closure I've learned not to be a slave to now Cause everything that ever overwhelmed me is over My God That's my time What up, JD? What up, Jack? That's my time. Thank you all for listening. Burden he can carry any moment 
Fill my cup until your love is overflowing Build me up from all these pieces that were broken I couldn't find a way until you made it They tried to take your life, but then you gave it That's how far you came Just to give me all your heart, yeah Heaven up above Show me all your love Want me like the sun Sun in the morning time these riches <laughs> and we decide nah there's still people that are in and there's people that are out and we have we, we, we've closed up shop in in certain in certain uh church um uh, traditions now yeah, and, yeah, and yeah, it's, yeah. it's 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 highly it's, disturbing so it's I, I'm, yeah. I, you know as i'm saying i feel at this time of my life that i'm you know it is it is the ecological theologians it's the quakers it's the Catholics, it's the black theologians. Those are the people that are feeding my faith and keeping me going. Wow. You know, it's, there's a wow. broad spectrum and, it, we, and we can embrace that. Affinity Extra, be extra. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are personal and do not necessarily represent the views of Affinity Extra. Yeah, 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 people. This is your boy here, Roger Moore, and I think it's extra celebrating gospel music of Black Origin. And listen, man, I have had a blast from the past. Hit my phone up, and the beauty of it, we don't actually uh, change our numbers because we don't have to worry about things, and we don't have no double play dramas. We ain't got no uh, Jade Pinkett and Will Smith lifestyle going on. But anyway, so yeah, don't want to put myself out there. So <laughs> give myself a trouble. Don't worry, I haven't changed my phone since I was twenty. No, since I got my first phone, my phone since I was twenty. I'm 45 now so same number anyway so you know say um, everything's all good so so if you still got my number just give me a holler anyway so yeah but i'm alongside somebody who's been around in a rap scene in birmingham for a while i have people mention uh, uh at a particular event londoners kind of mention it like say oh yeah there's this little thing in birmingham called cypher back in the day and i'm like little thing mate you guys were dying to come up here <laughs> and, and spit some bars up here but you know um Something on a serious note, guys, you know, and I really do think that um, um, the growth of, I want to be talking today about the growth of um, UK rap, what it looked like um, um, a good number of years ago, <laughs> going back into the um, late 90s, early 2000s, what it looked like, how hard it is, how, how hard it was, but also the great things that the, some, of the, some of the people that are around that time are doing now to this day. Now I'm talking to somebody who... I met a couple of years ago. Believe it or not, I was 
the reason why our paths never met let me just explain before we got to go into anything before you go how you interact roger and you never you never really bought you never went to cyphers and stuff let me just put it out there guys yeah i'm a church boy I'm, i ain't gonna be ain't gonna hide nothing about it i'm a church boy i grew up listening to andrew crouch i ain't be begging no beastie boys i ain't begging no uh, uh old school rapping or whatsoever there so you're not best get begging no jay-z when he first came on the scene i don't know that stuff because i grew up in church and um, the key elements i did find is as i developed and evolved i wanted to use effective tools to impact the young people and rap became an effective tool and i love rap and i play rap to this very day but i fell in love with rap um in a period um when goatee records came out uh with grits and and different bands like that and that sound really connected with me um and especially when that mode came out that was this one that really brought me into uh rap because I, I, I i'm a mature christian even at my young age and i didn't want to just hear about soft lyrics i needed to be lyrically hit me but there's gonna be some twists there's people like tonner rats that impacted me as well so we're gonna get there we're gonna talk talk with that and i'm just tasting everybody else anyone who knows me i always chat like this at the beginning and get all excited because i'm next to a general or unknown general unseen general of the birmingham rap no the uk rap scene um and he's based in birmingham and his accent's not quite Birmingham. No, <laughs> and he no, will <laughs> definitely explain that. But Joe Wilson, please introduce yourself, my bro. Okay. Well, my name okay. is uh, my my rap name is Joel the Custodian. Okay. And I've, and I've had different names over the over the years. Um, yeah. But you know, I got started in in rapping in 1991, which is also the year that I moved to Birmingham. So like my my rap journey mm -hmm. starts. Mm -hmm really with, with coming to Birmingham and and you know having fallen in love with the hip-hop of like Gangstar, Tropical Quest, yeah, 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 yeah. Yellow Soul, that era, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that yeah, vibe, yeah, yeah, Public yeah, yeah. Enemy. Um, so that's what got me started but honestly that would have just been a hobby that would have been completely private yeah. just, just, just for me <laughs> had it not been for some some of the you some of the gospel rappers in london so when i when i when i went eventually went to university yeah man 1993 1994 is when i started so these, i'm gonna spot you out now how old, how old was he 91 how old was i in 1991 oh i would have been uh 17 17 years old yeah. okay guys yeah so um so i'm you know late starter yeah i'm saying <laughs> mr man i was definitely late starter because i was only influenced by mc hammer them days anyway <laughs> so uh <laughs> so he's just laughing because like they didn't rap but anyway um but okay right so what how did how did rap get connected because for me um i grew up in the white community you know what i'm saying and if you ever notice guys you know joe you know you know we all just in back in them days everybody just associated black guys black guys black guys but the thing yeah, is yeah, now I'm, I'm, we never I'm, had I'm, no i'm we almost had, gothic yeah. i'm almost gothic i'm so white <laughs> for sure <laughs> How did I say that, dudes? Uh, how did because listen, we growing up on TV watching it. There was no really MTV raps there. We bet, we never even had. It was so hard to connect to yeah. American music, and I want I want to really hit onto that because we have to realize we never had emails of uh, MP3s coming across and different things like that. Yeah. So how did that work? I mean, for me, what happened was I was falling in love with what you would call mainstream hip hop. Yeah, and you know, I was always looking out, using reading like youth t teen magazines okay, about cool. like what, what's happening in, the, in terms of you know okay. Christian rap. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Were there some other things? And then you're like, okay, there's this group called Dynamic Twins. Okay, I'll check those out. Or Gospel Gangsters. Yeah, and then 
1991 would have been the year also where a gospel rap really kind of took a big step in terms of vibe and sound because Preachers in Disguise or P.O.D. released The Chosen Ones and The Chosen Ones was so hard. So if you're thinking about the hardness of Public Enemy, Mm. Cool G Rap, um, Boogie Down Productions and so EPMD style, right? But there was this rap album which was was just dope. It was dope. So like the chosen ones, POD, mm. uh, that, that was like a, a turning point. And I I think like in terms of the 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 confidence mm. and the ownership cool. and the sense of like we're a part of something, we're a part of mm. the scene had yeah, it started yeah, 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 to actually yeah, yeah, happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. that's how I got into it. So it's it's youth magazines. You know, tell, and you know, it's true. It's, it's true, you know, because uh, but the thing is, POD as well, because they went kind of rocky more late later on. It would you yeah, say? And, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and think about also um, Soldiers for Christ. So you had um, uh, Soup the Chemist. So, you know, so at, we, at the same around the same time, and, what, and so those albums are like those stand up to me. They wow. stand up to like sec you, you call secular you, records, records they, they, yeah. they completely stand up Crazy. and that's like 90 91 92 were the independents at the time or prd or were the backed were they signed um they would they, yeah they would have been signed but yeah. i mean I've, I've talked to those guys and they've they've just they, and and they've just talked about how there was absolutely a racism within the industry then <laughs> within the within the christian music industry it was kind of like can oh can we package it how do we know how to do this yeah but you know who was winning the dove awards toby mac yeah, yeah you know yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. oh you know, yeah you, you know Uncle you know toby. some of that stuff that story and it, you know i think toby mac recognized that there was there was a problem but it, you know it benefits from it don't it yeah you know what I'm saying, and uh, big up to Toby still because, like I said, uh, he, he did he did hit go to go to records was a massive inspiration to me because uh, I was a bit of a please don't tell nobody Jesus DC Talk fan yeah. because of Supernatural oh, yeah. and and Jesus Freak like yeah, yeah. them albums I, I bought the I bought the books the martyrdom books everything to do with Jesus Freak I mm-hmm. bought man Supernatural I absolutely loved Jesus Freak and obviously DC Talk goes back um, a bit further back with there because there was more I would say more rappy before that. Yeah. Um, and then it came up with Goatee and it's loved the way he had Christ the Faraway he had yeah. Out of Eden and he had Grits yeah. he brought out he, he, he used the, f- the three main elements of of I would say black music back then you know what I'm saying and really gave it the polish it needed rather than it just gave it that grit especially grits grits was like i know people didn't really like the sound in terms of it was very authentic you know what i'm saying but i i, I like them you know yeah. what i mean I, I i personally did you know what i mean so yeah, yeah people said why do you not really into stuff it's cross movements all day you have to go and cross movements but, but let's bring in one other thing that, that that was was happening and and it was it was about the fact that you, you know those times you you had to do crate digging you had to go on a search oh yeah, it, yeah, yeah and yeah, that yeah. search was not on on typing something into oh no 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 it was nah, a search go to show so if you searched a little bit mm. your ear suddenly went wait a moment what's that yeah so boogie monsters the recognized yeah. thresholds of negative stress yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you listen to boogie monsters music and you're like wait a moment are these people are these men christians <laughs> and so what's happening is that yeah, there's yeah, like yeah, the yeah, gospel yeah. scene mm. there's a secular scene yeah and there's i mean over and over again i've been the kind of person who's bumped into people that are stuck in between 
Oh yeah, you know, they're stuck somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, And Boogie Monsters was was one of those. So you know when um, and I'm missing it when I really really captured rap, I I get I got got really dorky with it, and I bought things, I bought all sorts of rap, anything that sounded rap, I kind of bought. um, and you got you know you got different sounds there and something that really came out came out to me was um tunnel rats mm-hmm. yeah um oh, yeah. you know what I mean? even though i loved my my, my lamp mode but tunnel rats before lamp mode came out um uh, you know what really turned me towards talk for tunnel rats as well i did a show with um um tunnel rats oh what's the lead guy dax dax, dax yeah dax um raffi and raffi raffi yeah came up and and propaganda yeah, and when you listen to the lyrics, the public go, "Oh, these guys are just about Christian." And blah, blah, blah. but when you actually see them backstage and talk to these guys, these guys are sold out on this thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you go, "I can't judge the man on what he's saying through his lyrics." You know what I'm saying? It really hit me that point. But mm. going back to what you're saying in terms of the the clear definitions that gospel, uh, when I say gospel, Christian music wanted to put on on rap where it probably needed to, to be something different and let's talk about that struggle bro because it, w- it was a struggle for a lot of rappers to be um to always have to say either you're a christian rapper or you're a rapper who is a christian which is the which is the battle which yeah which, yeah. which was really a thing which i think i wouldn't say messed up the growth in the uk but was a challenge in in, in that period because people wanted said right you gotta rap pure hardcore theology or rap life yeah yeah well i mean this was again exchanging notes with with other rap groups over the years Mm. there would be some people that would have that that Mm. um attitude of like Mm. we are ministers god's kind of called us to this (laughs) we're ministers get make sure we're prayed up before we go on stage and i remember people saying you know we wouldn't go on stage unless we were in the right space because they felt like, mm. you know, this is a, a ministry. It's something that's mm, yeah, precious. Cool. Yeah. And, and, I, and the, the, so that was some people. And then with the group I was in, Michaelis, we were mm. all like, you know, we're these scrawny white guys and <laughs> we're all in different places theologically. Yeah, 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 and yeah. It, was, it was a mess and we rapped about the mess of our lives. I mean, everything from why England always lose on penalties that's what we rapped about. We rapped about, we had a track called The Eschatological Overlap. So we went into into yeah, the theology, yeah, 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 and yeah. we went into the, and we went into the into into some 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 of the dark stuff about like who, who you know who who we are and what we aspire to be, but what real life is like when you fail. Like that's one of the main themes mm-hmm. in, in my back catalog mm-hmm. is failure. And I think like artists like NF right now, um, yeah. yeah, he I know he's in that place and he stays in that zone a bit too long for me, but he does a zone where it really. You're in a dark room and you play that track. You know what I'm saying? Well, you, you know you, you're feeling yeah. in that space, and yeah. and there's a, and there's a time and place for that as well. You know what oh, I mean? For sure. You know what I'm saying? I think we need I'm, to be willing. The thing, the thing is, if we if we just momentarily fast forward to right now cool. this year, I'm releasing an album mm-hmm. which is 100% lamentation, 100%. And it's the first time I've done something where I'm like, I really need to just lean into it and just it's it's about grief and anger and writing your own personal songs so the question is yeah, yeah, yeah. you know where's the light where's the where's the hope where's the the good stuff and the thing is like i'm i'm you know i'm, I'm when you're struggling yourself and yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you're holding yeah. on to god's promises 
But at the same time, you're like, I'm just going to speak out what's what I'm experiencing, and God, God can yeah. take it. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, thing yeah, is, yeah. like when with lamentations that you see in the Old Testament, mm, mm. there is some heavy, heavy, spicy stuff that people address to God, mm, 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 and mm. God can take that. In and, fact, it's yeah. in Scripture. But the thing is, when it comes to uh, um, 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 that that. that uh, that poetic element of the Bible, you know, everyone focuses on Songs of Solomon's and the beauties of of certain things, but they don't look at ecclesiastics. They want to look at Lamentations, mm. you know what I mean? Which is a highly reflective um, yeah. uh, um, art form. You know, um, you know, so, uh, uh, Solomon says some very deep things. You know, a lot of people say about, oh, Solomon did this, Solomon did that, but then Solomon reflected on what he did. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you know, and he says, listen, in all things, follow God. You know, just 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 follow God because you know what, all life is mean. Yeah. He says, "Listen, I've been through this, and we still kind of not really talk about that." But that, but that lamentation thing—that's something interesting. But uh, because I think that um, being vulnerable through our music, um, being because we almost have to be a, we have to perform now as a, as, as a as a Christian rapper. Mm. Do you find yourself having to perform? You know, when you you got someone like a let's just be harsh on 50 cent you know when they're doing gags the gangster rapper and they're, they're rapping about not their story yeah but mm. now with christianity we're kind of rapping uh from our, our viewpoint yeah do you feel better when you kind of just say as it is from yourself from your heart who you are rather than going okay how are people gonna take this i need to do it like this i need to check that out there i need to mold like this to be more palatable or you're at a stage of your life where you just say yo mate take it or leave it when i go one copy or got one fat one million copies i'm putting it out there yeah well I, i've got i mean i got a long answer to that but the short answer to that <laughs> is it's like it's like i've almost been saving up my swears for this time of my life <laughs> Honestly, the, the world that we're living in now yeah, yeah, and the, yeah. the amount of pain and suffering, not, we're not just talking about, you know, on the periphery of our life. We're talking about your life and my life and the people yeah. that we know and the people that are mm. grieving and the people that we're grieving for. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's happening right now. So, so like, if I was mm. ever going to do some swearing, now, now is the time. And, you know, again... <laughs> that is like let, letting it all out and certainly that's i mean it's a contentious issue and you know my album will will have a will have like a, a radio version there'll be like there will be an absolute yeah one. Yeah, 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 um, yeah yeah i know it's contentious but at the same time i just said like i am i'm i'm suffering my mm. mental health is in a bad space come on so if we go okay so we can we can go back to just kind of t talking about that cool um that kind of again that in between the people that were in between yeah yeah go on, so, go on, yeah yeah so there was um, groups like Cibralistics, which is a finnish big finnish rap group again mm -hmm. with a christian backbone yeah, to them yeah yeah um you know and since then they've all kind of taken different directions and i think pjal from from Cibralistics. okay look i'm not going to go too obscure yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. uh <laughs> he he's since become a muslim so okay then wow. you've got an, another massive finnish rapper rudolph Mm. is a going for it christian but completely within the secular scene okay so so there is absolutely mm. the space mm. again there's a group called praxis a spanish christian group done loads of youth work through the years mm. uh lovely guys and i think they're leaning more into that space of like let us do something that's raw that's going to engage people 
And cool. then, of course, Procussions. You know, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, the yeah, percussions yeah, 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 yeah. had that space where yeah, they, yeah. I think they were going to get signed to Raucous and then Raucous fell apart oh, as a record label. Wow, so you wow. would have had this like Christian voice within mm, the, yeah, within the kind it, of the yeah, underground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I could go on and on. And some of these names won't mean anything to you, but actually well, it, just goes, to show, <laughs> it just goes to show how broad it was in the, the 90s the spectrum. So on almost and, and it's, it's weird to think of like um, at one point in American gospel hip hop on one end of the spectrum was lamp mode and cross movement mm. and on the other side was LA Symphony LA Bro, Symphony, LA Symphony with, man with, yo with, with, with the party rap yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and the yeah, role yeah. is that, so the question then becomes what is the role of music and in our lives mm. and then there of course has to be an NF so that we yeah, can yeah, lean yeah, into yeah, that yeah, yeah. that that sorrow that, that space yeah, yeah and yeah. then of course there needs to be la symphony yeah. where you're a 23 year old mm -hmm. or a 19 year old or a 17 year old mm -hmm. you live in california and you're like i'm gonna go to a party, party. Yeah, yeah 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 and they play and, their tracks man yeah, yeah. Was, is it boogie boogie like i remember when they did that um is it dj madge and um they did an album together dj yeah. madge and um la symphony i should no there was an album oh no dj Madge did, did a mixtape or something and they had a track on it yeah la symphony and you and you go oh lord there's that guy called oh my goodness sake i can't believe his name oh omed or omad um oh it's gone for me now there's a uh, a rapper got rap oh i'm gonna try i try and remember him but a lot of guys from that period now you like you said you have the two segments and i think that this is and we're talking about 90s going to early 2000s guys and i think what we have to have to recognize you know and, and one thing i tried to draw down and, and, and i don't want to be too harsh on people today uh, when it comes to it comes to rap and what we've seen in uk rap and even european rap um i think that we feel that european rap is a it's like going to transylvania you know what i mean and you know what i mean and we're there to to liberate them but i don't realize is that there's always been um a a a first and a hunger and a and and rappers in the european scene it's just that we mm. have never really bothered to look from, yeah. from, from from a uk gospel perspective and you know um like you said from finland to spain you know i mean i worked with a, a group from holland i can't remember the name again you know what i'm saying but they're, but they're always there's yeah. always seems to be somebody somewhere in that period of the 90s yeah. that was almost doing that thing and we and you had um leaders like uh what's it was it leaders or such but you know like groups like tunnel rats yeah. who, who who was who was even challenging the form in terms of battle rapping you know yeah. what i'm saying and people like you well, can't battle well, rap yeah, well here here's here's some more more stuff on, on, on. i mean the tunnel rats is, is very interesting because tunnel rats is birthed in the good life cafe so if Go you on. know anything about uh, the growth of hip-hop mm. in on the west coast one of those things was the good life cafe out of the good life cafe came um artists like freestyle fellowship okay propaganda yeah yeah, yeah. mers yeah yeah, yeah Mers. it was yeah. a thing called uh project blowed so this was a, out of out of the out of that good life came this this real collective of, of rappers mm. who were melodic had they had a certain sensitivity to them they were able to battle but they were conscious. Mm -hmm. And so, and out of that comes also comes Rafi, yeah, Tonal yeah, Rats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so, if you go back and watch the Good Life documentary, you will see that Christians are involved. People that are vocally Christian are involved and they have a space within the secular scene and they are wow. respected. And again, if you even look at Murs, Murs is a mm. underground and a mainstream rapper. He's somewhere in between. So Murs has done a product with D1. 
Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and exactly. And Murs loves Christian rap. And I don't know whether he calls himself a, a Christian. Christian. I think he is a man of faith. How did you feel about that project? Sorry, did you okay. say, have you listened really yeah. to it? Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. Well, how did you feel? When, when you saw it come up, how did, cause I, you know, I play a couple of tracks off there. There's a part where they're almost battling about, yeah, about, yeah. about, about Christianity and whatsoever, which I think is really great. Yeah, because, yeah. Because I know Tim, uh, uh, I know I, I like when two Christians do it, but when you got somebody who's not a Christian and they got skills versus somebody, you know. And for me, I'm laughing at D1 because, you know, you play, you, you rap, you're, you're coming against a, a big man in the game. You know what yeah, I'm saying? You're, yeah, so, sure. So with Mers now, yeah, how did you feel? How did you feel that com- about that com- um, that combination? I, I think that you know I'm I'm used to that when we yeah yeah. When I was releasing our, my first records uh, mm. with various groups. We wanted to put on other Christian rappers, so mm, like mm. Jahazel uh, mm-hmm. was was on our record Testament, um, and 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 it just made sense that like yeah we we, we care about our, our secular friends our our you know mainstream friends but it just felt felt like hey we're we're going in this direction it'd be great to have other some rappers that were in the same kind of philosophy have the same philosophy of life you know as time has gone on Who, who's who's Testament Testament is a, a a rapper and theater maker you see, you hear him quite a lot on on radio four now okay um but he released an album which included people like jay live on it he's friends with corin bailey ray uh he did a track with corin bailey bailey ray and soweto kinch um, oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, he's, yeah. he's based up north he's based in in manchester so again, it was just lovely have that, having this is that crazy connection. And, 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 and this, is, this is a scene that has been, bob, been bobbling from the 90s. Yeah. And I think this is one thing I, when Joel hit me up and, I, and, and he says, yo, Roger, I want to, um, you know, we'd love to touch base. But I said, yo, we need to interview. But I jumped on it because the thing is, um, I'm all for documenting history and documenting conversations about history because it builds a picture you know what i'm saying and too often that heat that we were, we were always we were always like we we're always building on sand but we have to realize that we're building on, on strong foundation yeah. you know what i'm saying and 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 the beauty of it as i was running around doing my church gigs you guys were were doing some uh some, some hip-hop stuff where i you know when, when i got saved when i was you know uh when i got saved and i thought you know what I got to chuck away. I just got the Brett's uh, um, singles. I, I was obviously a commercial guy anyway. So I grew up in a, a suburban area. I just love my commercial rap. Um, Ski low and all them stuff. My yeah. friends would tease me about it. All this stuff anyway. But I was buying that two-pack big and stuff. And I just said, you know what? Still, let me look at gospel rap. And gospel rap was not doing it. I was going to the shop and it just wasn't doing it for me. Mm. So I said, you know what? I just got to leave rap alone. And I walked away from rap at the age of 16, 17, because I couldn't see good christian rap at the time so it took about two three four years later but i started to engage in back in rap the mm. rap scene and especially in my early 20s when lamp mode came out the way people can think why, why are you going to lamp mode all this time it's i loved authentic i love east coast i loved authenticity authenticity mm-hmm. of, of the east coast sound i'm that guy but at the same time you have to theologically challenge me you can't just talk about putting your guns down and, and get saved, get saved. It doesn't do nothing for me. Mm. I mean, I want you to take me a place. That's why I'm very interested in your product because uh, your album, because sometimes we pretty talk so much. You know what I'm saying? About, you know, heaven's going to be this, heaven's going to be that place. I know this, I just call it worse. I got a couple of worship tracks like that. That's just like heaven, heaven. But sometimes we have to talk about this hell and earth right now that we're going through. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. and, and that Christians end get it's easy bro it hasn't i don't know for the past two two years bro being almost locked in a cage 
and then we come out the cage into World War f- whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and, and at this point, it becomes a sense of uh, of a sense of brotherhood. Yeah, with other people. Yeah, man. With you know, we're going through this together. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and it's yeah, a place yeah. of connection with 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 people. You know, my audience. What what I'm doing now is I'm making an audience for thirty, forty, and fifty somethings. That's what I'm doing. I'm making rap music for for people, hopefully in the Midlands and and further afield. Yeah, no, um, kid. But I want to tell stories, and I want to. Um, in, in in a sense, with this album, I do want to just get out all of that. That I feel like the poison that I've been swallowing. Swallowing all. So, yeah. oh, right, let's look. Let's look at your uh, your music career. Let's have a look. Let's look. So you going you going back? When was the first product that you kind of was part of? And you said you was part of certain groups. Yeah. Explain the 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 type of the groups that you were part of. As well, well the, the first group that that um, I released something with was called Dead Poet Society. And that included um, a rapper called Rallo and a DJ Dust, who Nathan Corona is now uh, a music video maker. Mm-hmm. Um, for who? For oh, he makes music for like Tripoli, uh, Lecrae, Andy Mino. If you've seen any of their videos, it's it's a there's a there's a particular look to the videos. Oh yeah yeah. There's yeah, a kind yeah, of yeah. a. A, a nice Polaroid vibe to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Polaroid filter thing. That's that's Nathan Corona. So I was in a group with Nathan Corona and Rallo. Because um, Corona my, films in it. Like, is, is, does he call it films? Like Corona. It's, it's called Dust Brand. Dust Brand. Dust Brand Films. And, okay, okay, okay. And so that was. I was just there for a short time. I was in the U.S. and and I formed this group. My plan was always to come back to Birmingham, do music, do youth work. That so, was my that you, was my plan. I was just there for a very short time. Time. So you know the accent now. Yeah, yeah. in a form of you're born you're born in England. My my mother's from California. So I was, I was born in Ireland with a Californian mum and an Irish dad. So that's my weirdness in terms of my accent. I represent Birmingham, but nobody would know. <laughs> uh, that's, that, it's, it's a bit sad. It's a bit Is sad. It? But no, so hear, so what happened? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So what happened with uh, with <laughs> after that? Yeah, yeah. Um, was that. I was head. I was heading back to the UK. I said mm. to the other guys, "You know what? I think you're going to find a better rapper than me to replace me in this group." Wow! Bef- bef- even before I leave, mm-hmm. I think you're going to find someone better. Mm-hmm. They bump into this rapper called Manchild or Greg Owen, and who's from yeah, Deep Space yeah, Five, Deep Space and, Five. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know he's rapped on MF Doom uh, album, yeah, yeah. and he is um, he's a monster, monster rapper. Like yeah, and, because, and yeah, 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 way, I mean, technically, in so many ways, better than. Better than me, so that was very satisfying when that when that happened. And they they formed a group called Mars Ill, um, which which kind of if, for a little while was was kind of a, a, a thing. Sorry guys, this is the period when I first got getting back and rapping. What I would do, I'll go into CLC, and you know the, the albums that nobody buys, yeah? yeah. So I'll find the rap albums that nobody buys, like uh, like um, uh, um, I would say it wasn't Mars Ill. What's that other group you said before? But, um, um, Deep Space Five. Deep Space Five. I yeah. remember buying the album, going, right. "Oh, who wants this?" You know what I mean? And I would just pick out loads of rap because I was building my rap collection of, of, of albums. Yeah. And uh, and I remember that cover. It's like a brown cover, like a like a yeah yeah. And and you had record companies in that period. It reminds me of Uproc. Is it Uproc? Yeah, that's right. Uproc records. Yeah, yeah Uproc sure. records and and them guys coming through and. Um, yeah, starting a crazy thing. So, okay, so you come back to Birmingham. Come back so, to Birmingham. Yeah, I mean, and right in the first few months that I'm back in Birmingham, mm. I do two things. Go on. I go to a, a night called Chocolate City. I decide, I decide to paint my whole head, not just my face, my whole head blue. So you've got white rappers, you've got black rappers, and you have a blue rapper. 
<laughs> stand still, out, guys. Stand and there's out, still people that are like, hey, I remember that blue thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. I don't know why I did that. I just yeah. felt like I wanted to stake my claim. Here I am, part of the scene. Yeah, cool, I want to cool, be a part cool. of this. Yeah, cool. And then the other thing that happened is I met these two rappers, uh, Damage and Too Tall, um, and we, we formed a group pretty much. And, and the, the, what they were doing was so exciting and mm. funny. When I met them, they were playing um, Noriega tracks on a tiny little electric toy guitar or they were blowing into whiskey bottles to make tunes like to, uh, you know they were playing hip-hop tunes but through whiskey i was like these these are my people yeah yeah it's so <laughs> it's such a wonderful yeah, yeah. moment so that like, group was crazy called with you, man. uh michaela's constant uh and and we just had a little moment in the in, how, long, in, in, how, how long were you together? For four years. Four years is so a little we, moment. Four years. We is did a, a we moment. did a good amount of stuff uh, in, in in terms of gigs in in Birmingham and a little bit further afield, and then after that we formed this is the this is the thing we we formed a hip hop social club called Phantom Limb, and this is where that got interesting because we had formed friendships with kids that we were teaching doing youth work, and we were like, hey, you guys are tight rappers, come on in, let's let's form this little social club, let's make each other stronger. Let the older rappers give that space for the younger rappers. Cool. Let there be the teaching. And this wasn't just kids from church. These no, are non-church no, kids. These are non-church. Non which and, is fantastic. And, and we were bringing in people like, um, you know, um, Mantis, Crane Mantis. And, <laughs> yes, my boy. And uh, Darkwater Quartz. <laughs> and, you know, we were inviting, even we were, I think we were inviting people from Morris Delta to be a part of the, mm. the, the social club. Mm. And then we also invited Sammy G. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. was just—he was just getting started, really, with with his rap, mm -hmm. and so he had a very much a, a slow uh, West Coast vibe. Oh yeah, was yeah, yeah. Prior to yeah, him, yeah. I mean, he's he's a brilliant performer. He he really really developed in his style. So we we just invited people, and about there was about fifteen of us, and and it was not so much even about like making a record together mm. as much as it was let's hang out together. Let's let's. It's that 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 pushing that mm. iron sharpens iron yeah, yeah, of like yeah, 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 i'm gonna yeah, write a dope yeah, verse yeah, yeah, can yeah. you beat can you beat my verse yeah yeah yeah, Just yeah, that, yeah, that yeah, fun. yeah so it was it was it was that and then i've, I've, I've done a few things since then um mm -hmm. and currently i go by joel the custodian and um so that that's so have a you released bit of the a journey. solo album before i've done a few solo albums i released a solo album which was basically for a, a birthday present for my wife okay cool all right um, and I just kind of went overboard. I just kept on. I was like, I think I got another song here. Uh, so I just kept on going with that. Uh, so that was called Colloquial. Mm. And then I did another album called My Organs Are Yours, which was released on a little label called Zang. Uh, and then Any Zang, of your music's out now? On, 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 can people go to your digital network? Yeah, well, can they, if you just go to uh, joeldecustodian.bandcamp.com. Bandcamp, okay, there good. Is we'll put the links in the, yeah. in the description here. Don't worry, there's guys. A, yeah. There's kind of a retrospective of my stuff. No way. So there you go. That's that's that's. that's uh, and then, so how long now have you left it since your last album? Uh, two thousand and nine. So you yeah, got over a time. decade. Yeah. Yeah, over a decade. Now, how does a a rapper that hasn't rapped, not hasn't rapped, has rapped, you know, on a on a on a, on a casual basis, uh, but to put to put it into a scene which has has grown and changed yeah. and amalgamated how how was that bro because 
you're coming from an era you talking about the 90s rap yeah, yeah. you am saying yeah. which uh, you don't want to be the granddad that's trying to do something oh, which, right. which, 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 which is you you know when you know when they're, when they're trying to do a trap track you got a guy yeah. that you know I me mean? it's just like yeah. does you know you don't want to be that guy that's trying to be youthful when they go the yeah. kids go oh goodness sake but all the same how yeah. do you, how did you picture yourself to your sound because i know you you know you've you listen to all the sounds out there yeah, you know what i'm saying yeah. but but how did you say to yourself commit yourself to the sound of this album it's, a, it's about being playful honestly okay. yeah, it's yeah. A, it's a, and you know i i feel like you know in in between 2009 and now i i made a a rap film i made a medieval okay. rap film yes based i've seen on, that yes on, yes on, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pray Mantis re- re- in it in it yeah, 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 yeah. in it and it's based on john 3 15. if you just go to john 3 15 mm-hmm. you can get a sense of what this this film is about so i was writing raps but with trying to include some of the medieval uh terminology and the the kind even even shakespearean the, even the theology yeah the pre-reformation theology i was trying to bring that into uh into the actual so that, no so that guys. was that was that that really uh wore me down i was exhausted and, i was and, exhausted and is, is anti-lutheran next to us <laughs> <laughs> so yeah uh, but, but, but it was it was pre-enlightenment i think yeah, is the yeah, idea yeah, yeah. and mm. and so people's relationship to mm. what the, who they thought god was it was it was different mm. it was a different element of humility then in the medieval find- times that that as soon as the enlightenment happened it became the world was about humans and not it wasn't god's world anymore it was more like humans world right. you know so and so oh, that affects everybody's theology so you right so we've been in this journey christian journey for for many years we've got our highs and lows we we're big men here i'm in, in my mid 40s i've been we've been all my life now but it's not like we get bored is that we've we've heard a lot of the I would say surface level messages like the back of our hands but then you then you like myself uh started digging into um doctrinal stuff um yeah. theologies and remember mm. the um the, the the battle of armenian versus calvinism um there was a big massive fallout of that in the rap scene because that was a major major um within element of christian rap i don't know if you it just it just literally broke a scene at, at a time that you know what I mean um, I, 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 I mean at that point i thankfully you just you just missed off just before yeah, i that. just missed it i did i, did, <laughs> I wasn't involved in any of that it's like that was at that point it was just it, it w- was not important to me in fact mm. uh, you know hand on heart the thing that most yeah excited me mm. was the birmingham scene wow okay? and the midland scene not not gospel rap not secular rap but the first and foremost, Juicelim is from Birmingham. Wow. Zabe Dust is from Birmingham. We're talking about like, like such heavy hitters, you know, and I love like Malik from Morse Delta. Oh man, that guy's voice and delivery is mm. something beautiful. So, yeah, I, I was like, I want to be the champion for who, who's, who's local. And, you know, maybe wow. I haven't always been the best at that, but there's yeah, still yeah, people yeah. coming out now. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Tremendous. You know, uh, Lady Leisha is from Sully yeah, yeah, Hill, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Sanity, she's getting really, really yeah, good. Yeah, so yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, that's that's what I'm excited about. And so maybe that was a part of even my, my the idea of what I had about ministry mm-hmm. was ministry was being uh, grounded in a place, rooted in a place. Yeah, 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 and yeah, it yeah. meant yeah. that you, you just started to gain this love for the people 
that were your people in your community, people you'd see face to face. Mm. And it was amazing. Like mm. the rappers, <laughs> the rappers that I get to see face to face, mm. some of those people are the most impressive vocalists that I've okay. ever met. Okay. okay. And they're still, and there's some of them are still playful. So I think yeah. when you, when going back to the, the, the question about what was my approach, well, I, I feel like there's so much more territory to go in. I, I, I don't want to have just one style. I want to just play with other styles. Mm -hmm. And I recognize that there's styles that are like, they're there for other eras, the other genre. But like, even within this album, there's stuff that feels very, very electronic, almost in the realm of like, guys, I've, strange I've, electronic this, this, music. The, the sampler, yeah. yeah. I, I hate, I hate and this sampler, guys. And I was like, yo, that is Joel, right? You know, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> and it's not, it's not even with the electronic element. It's, it's like, it's it's almost be there to be a Daniel. Um, it's almost a case of um, I'm not going to. And this is this is my battle in the UK gospel scene and, and my conversation with Yinky the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like this. Do you, Joel? Yeah. Mm. Don't listen to the to to the sound of today, um, or not 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 sound of today, the popular the mm. sound, and try and make a track which embellished it, who that, that has you and that in it. Yeah. I I. Still, sincerely think that successful rappers in the past in the gospel scene never tried to sound like somebody else. We we as much as I was a fan of of Lecrae, like yeah, this is Lecrae. Let's be real, he did his thing. One one six click had a sound mm. which I was like, what is this? And they and they reached the generation that even I'm coming from a you know a traditional sound todd bangs and all that so on and then all of a sudden these guys came with style triple e and flame and I'm like, what, what, what's this you know what i'm saying mm. but then that absolutely blew up and, and became very very authentic and yeah. great in itself and yeah. i think the importance of each wave of of, of the rap scene is cross movements when they came through they did them they yeah. did what they are and i think what i liked about the the, the sampler that, 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 that got, got got the preview of is like yeah man this is this is Joel's just doing him and you know what still yeah when even if you might think oh this is a bit different too but there's a, there's an audience out there yeah. in rap scene is massive because in 91 when we were teenagers when we were kids um, um teenagers we were like you know the rap scene was almost a case of yo certain shops and that seat and it was yeah. a small section of um virgin Me mega store it wasn't yeah, really yeah. A, a serious part you know but seeing rap today it's incredible yeah i mean i've, I've um you know i've got uh, there's guitars on the album there's there's soulful singing i've got some amazing vocalists on there cool. there is there's um and there's there's cuts you know yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. that's something that like left hip-hop for you know many many people have just never thought of like a dj yeah. actually yeah. cutting a record wow and just like scratches on the, and the beauty of what scratching can do but it's not so, much so, scratch so, so, I was talking to Zara about this the other day because you know, um, DJ Zara just mm -hmm. scratch, scratch mixing yeah. and he's had people from America hit him up to do scratch mixing for them yeah. because it's a dying art form yeah why do you think that is, is, is it because of the new rap scenes kind of marginalised the core skills because that is a core skill of hip hop how can we get rid of rid of scratch mixing you might have to bring to Zara you might have to bring in, you might bring it into a big debate that'd be we, we, Next time we have the um, the hip hop thing, we 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 yeah. hip hop there. We bring you, you know whatever. But that that all the, the rudiments of rap. Yeah. For me, well, I, the I, scratch I think, mixing is important. I think, I think the two things that happened were one, Go on. was 
that um, people just wanted to do everything digitally, everything, you know, there was some MIDI stuff, but it was like a digital thing. So you didn't have to worry about sample clearance. You could just do, you could be an in, you could be an in-house producer yourself. You produce your own stuff. It would like be a one man or one woman show. So I think that's a part of it. And then weirdly enough, the internet changed things. When we had our UK Christian hip hop get together in Birmingham, there was no, there was the social media thing wasn't really happening. No, it wasn't. wasn't so it, wasn't it was so, a special yeah. event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a, there was connections that you made yeah. there that were weird connections that you just didn't think. Yeah. I mean, it's a three, social, it's a social gathering in itself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I was at social media yeah. at the time for the rap scene. So what happened with social media? Again, is it's an absolutely normal thing. Is that people just started to make their own really strong connections, mm. but not with everyone. Okay. It wasn't just like one network. That ended up being. Two, three, seven, twelve, fifteen. Mm. Then there's literally dozens and dozens of just Christian hip hop networks that were not all necessarily tied together. So people would you'd, you'd have your go-to people, yeah, but you just lost these other connections with other wow. people that could be wow. helpful. Even people that were in your own city, you know, mm. suddenly, you know, this idea of the social media and and uh, on life online was going to connect everyone. It mm. didn't quite do that. It actually went against um, for it, me. He, I always say to people, it's harder to promote a gig now than it was back in the day. Because what I would do is put flyers in certain places, guaranteed that people that yeah. want to go out will go through that venues. So you hit certain points and certain events or churches, certain size churches. Nowadays, you got to do the flyers. You got to hit Facebook. You got to hit Twitter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And also socially, people are more broad-minded today. You know what I'm saying? Where people wanted to meet people within mm -hmm. within a Christian world. When you get when you became a teenager back in the day, you want to meet other Christians because you know you want to meet might meet want to meet somebody that you might just want to meet, you know? And um also you want to meet other talented people. So the way you would do that is to to go to you you look for events to go to, you know what I'm saying? And um and I must admit, you know, uh, my guys, um I know because I was working um, a lot with Sammy G in his early years, and well, yeah, definitely worked a lot with mm -hmm. on it in his early years. And I remember that himself, um um, a rapper that he used to rap with um, Blends um, he, he would go over And they would always talk about this gig um, Cypher But because I wasn't I ain't going there Cause when, you see, when I see the word Cypher You know well, I got scared You know I ain't gonna lie Because I'm thinking like, Yo They're gonna get They're all in a circle Got a dick And everyone's gonna speak bars I am not spitting no bars For nobody But what, what was Cypher like What was it about Cypher it was, was, like, was, it was, was a barbecue When you think about What is it that what, What's the, What's the the thing that we're working five days a week, six days, how many every days a week you're working. What are you working for? It's that beautiful times with friends and family. Barbecue. Barbecue. Even a British barbecue. In Britain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> when it's un what's unpredictable, what's going to be yeah, happening. Exactly. Whether. Yeah. So I, 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 was, um, I was asked by Lee Jackson, who was a part of another northern Christian hip-hop group yeah, yeah. called H-O-G, Hog. And yeah, no, they had their yeah. their, their yeah, biggest no song was yeah. called Figgy Biscuits. That's how weird once again UK gospel hip hop started, and 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 they ended up. Lee Jackson had a big impact on the uh, Worldwide Message Tribe, as far as I know. That was kind of like it was him fanning the flames. But he also said, "Joel, put on this thing in Birmingham. It's the center of the country. Let's do this. I'll get my contacts from the north. You you know people down in London. Let's let's bring everyone together." Wow. So. It was that come to a barbecue that's it it's a, it's a simple thing and then all you need to do is bring people to bring hip hoppers together especially 
people that have got that fire and that like tenacity and are like, ah, oh, I just want to, I want to rip people's heads off with yeah, my yeah, lyrics. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I've got, oh, yeah. wait till you hear. And, and so that meant that you just had this beautiful chemical reaction. So, you know, it was Brighton was represented, Luton, uh, London, Manchester, Leeds, Sheffield. Uh, then we had people from Edinburgh and then, you know, on a few occasions, people from further afield than that. But it was it was a beautiful vibe. And so it was you're like, OK, that worked. Let's do that again. And, so and it, became an, it just that, became an annual thing. And the thing is, guys, like so I don't know, I'll speak to Wisdom a lot um, from Green Jade. Mm. He, I mean, he always refers to his event. He said, listen, I used to come up here. Joel, Joel, that's all he talks about is Joel, Joel, Joel. And um and I think that, um, and I'll definitely salute you, bro. And it's because, like I said, from where I was in the scene at the time, that was doing something. Because for the rappers, it felt, it felt like it was like, you know, for, for Sammy, um, I think um, Blends, they all got to meet the likes of Jahazo. Mm. And it became an, a network up. And, and this is what we're trying to say, people. I think, I think, I think we have to stop building and then leaving the building derelict. You know what I'm saying? We're creating... Um, 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 we too often we make we we, we we have a purpose for a building for the Commonwealth Games worth speaking hint hint and then we do up the place and tie the place right. and after the Commonwealth Games mm. you, nothing's been used to capacity yeah. so everyone complains about West Ham using the Wembley Stadium but you know I don't mind because they, 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 they're not they, we haven't got a white elephant on our hands you know what I'm yeah. saying and I feel that you know and and I, and I want to definitely big you up in terms of, you know, people definitely support your music. Um, is it going to be now, are you going to be even more geeky and only have it like Kanye West or only have it on one platform so people have to go through that yeah. platform? Are you going to go have it on stems or something? Because I know you, you, you're that guy that would do that to us, you know, and it was like, sorry guys, it's one link. <laughs> and, no, man, yeah, I, like, I, I hope that the next, the, this, this, this little season will be um, meeting people, mm. encouraging people, yeah. grieving with people. Yeah. It's a weird thing to say, but like my aim is to be crying on stage, wow. making that connection, and just like if I can pour out my heart and making that yeah, connection yeah. with people. Yeah. So, you know, I'm. It's, it's going to be little gigs, little yeah, gigs, yeah. Little gigs around the Midlands, and and, yeah. and, um, and in terms, of, yeah, it will be uh, the the album will be available on on various platforms. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, definitely, when you have the gigs, make sure you hit me up, bro, because I'll be there with my cameras and you know, I mean, definitely want to want to cover that because I think. I think um, I think definitely to 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 capture, and I feel that I'm finding now, bro, the importance of media in this whole thing, which um, which we struggled with um, ownership of, of of media platforms, of pathways. You know, um, we always had to fight to get on the radio. You know what I'm saying? We had probably better joy hitting secular radio than we had hitting our own gospel radio stations and whatsoever. Yeah. And it's still to the same today. That's a scary thing about it, bro. We've moved forward. The forms have moved forward. The productions have moved forward. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, 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 the audiences are even less ignorant than what we had to deal with back in the day. But media in general, especially in the Christian music scene, is not playing rap. Yeah. At the levels, well, they only they only play maybe one hour, two hours a week, and yeah. a couple, and then I mean, then the commercial favorites throughout the week, and that's really driving me forward with this project yeah. to say to people, says no, rap is is the biggest form of 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 of, of music in the world well, right now. I mean, you know, in terms of affinity extra, what you what you are doing is you are creating this 
I mean, a library. Where do you see yeah, it like yeah, this? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a Hold library yeah, of conversations. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. these are fluid conversations. Yeah. And there are also moments in time. Yeah. Of like yeah, 100%. the George Floyd yeah. moment in time. Yeah, 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 yeah. These are like, and and so you're just reacting. But what you're saying mm. through that catalog, mm. through that library of conversations, mm. you're saying that people on a faith journey mm. and Jesus followers, mm-hmm. we're we're struggling. We're <laughs> We've got wisdom Definitely. to give. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's wisdom. Yeah, yeah. There's a backbone. Mm-hmm. There is a legacy that's mm-hmm. been given to us as well. Mm-hmm. So in, in terms of uh, underrepresentation, you know, the Infinity Extra is a part of a, a, trying to combat the yeah, underrepresentation. Yeah, 100%. Um, I mean, even talking about the underrepresentation of black footballers. And, yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah, how they're treated yeah, different, yeah, the yeah, racism yeah. with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an important issue. Yeah, yeah. If people go and go, oh, Christians care about that too. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. so important. Yeah, 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 100%. Yeah, that's yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah. What, you're, what you're doing is <laughs> yeah. like, you know, yeah, this right. cypher was was sharing life. Yeah. You know, it wasn't just sharing bars. It wasn't just like, that's hey, I've got, a new, I've got a new yeah. project out right now. Mm. It was about people, you know, finding a place to, to, to build, to pray with mm. for, for and with one mm. another. And so... That's the beautiful thing. Is like hip hop just ends up like spilling out into all these different parts. It kind of ends up bringing people together that need to be brought together. But but yeah, I, I think um, you are helping kind of counter some of those. Uh, you know the the the, the under underrepresentation and just like people feeling like Christians have no voice yeah, and and yeah, they're irrelevant. Yeah, yeah, irrelevant. Well. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. we, we got to, and I think that we're both at the stages. Even with you, your album, bro. You know, you you coming from a, um, um, a definitely a, um, a, a perspective where I believe that um, the youngers are maybe too scared and may not know the journey, bro. Because sometimes it's our scars that 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 of life which we don't really want to go through, but but but, but to make them trials and tribulation worth it. Yeah, you know, it's not to. It's funny because people always focus on the failures of people failed. I don't want to say failed Christians, but people that fall away from the faith. Everyone focuses on there. But yeah. I say to the person says, "What about the ten that's still standing? What do they have to say?" Yeah. And we're well, always too. And that's not we, but um, very silent. Yeah. Where the person who who falls away is very very vocal against yeah. maybe Christianity or against yeah. what the experiences are. But we're not saying what we've gone through. And if we if, if they actually even knew. There may be still in the faith today. Well, you know, I mean, I I feel like I've been so privileged to be a small part of a scene and and to be to 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 gain the wisdom of other people because because ultimately, let's let's just say it straight, like. It's not. It's not black people that need theology. Yeah. Everybody like, needs yeah, black theology. theology. Yeah, yeah. Everybody yeah, needs yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not. Yeah. It's not Afrofuturists that need Afrofuturism. Yeah, it's yeah. Everybody, everybody yeah, needs yeah. Afrofuturism. Yeah, yeah. You know. You know. So you know, the Black Panther is this extremely important moment in in mm. film. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. bringing to light this character that you know people have been mm. loving for years yes, and years. Yes, yeah, yeah. But yeah. like suddenly. Suddenly, Africa. Suddenly, Africa is is the center of the universe. Finally, finally, <laughs> finally. I mean, that is so so important. Yeah, yeah. And then, like you know, bringing. So all, all I'm saying is this: is that you know, I am I am a, I'm, I'm a guest. I'm a guest in hip hop. I'm a guest in in in, in, in as a part of the culture, mm-hmm. and I have been blessed. And and it, what it comes down to is that it's all got its origins in the pain 
and the struggle of gospel music, you know? 100%. Well, bro, the original, the original <laughs> gospel music, music is the yeah. pain and the struggle so, of oh, that. Oh, and, oh. And, and, it, and it's people saying faith and extreme suffering. And these two things are together. These are, these are, these are life, you know? And so it, once we, can we disentangle the two? Can we become this, you know, triumphalist thing? I mean, whatever's going on in, in the United States at the moment in certain churches, I mean, it's baffling. I do not connect with with some of the rhetoric Whoa, and, and, the, and, and sheer, surely putting on this, this, myop, this, this myopic way of seeing life. It, it's so disturbing. It's, a, it's like a nightmare. It's a nightmare. Suddenly, over the last decade, more and more, it's exposed that your theology is is limited. Is limited. Yeah, yeah, is yeah, limited. limited. Yeah. And what you need to bring in is you need to bring in Southern Hemisphere, uh, you know, uh, theology. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, need yeah, yeah. liberation theology, mm-hmm. Black theology, mm-hmm. African theology, not just Black theology. African, African for yeah. And yeah, this yeah. is what you know. Again, the all these things these will so impact your life. I'm going to also big up Amy Jill Levine, who's a rabbi who loves talking about Jesus all the time. Her perspective on Old and New Testament is fantastic. We need to bring in more of those Jewish voices as well. So we have, I'm going to just say this, we have all these riches, all these riches, and we decide, nah, there's still people that are in and there's people that are out and we have we, we, we've closed up shop in in certain in certain uh church um uh, traditions now yeah, and, yeah, and yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's, it's, it's highly a, it's disturbing so I, I'm, I, you know as i'm saying i feel at this time of my life that i'm you know it is it is the ecological theologians it's the quakers it's the catholics it's the black theologians those are the people that are feeding my faith and keeping me going wow you know <laughs> It's, there's a well, broad spectrum, and, it, we, and we can embrace that. And, I, I, and that's the scary thing is because it, it, tribalism, <laughs> um, when it came to faith, um, Christianity is like, it's almost we were fitting tribes and small tribes, not really realizing why we're part of these tribes. And as you grow in your faith and you ask two questions, you look at the origins and you look at certain things and whatever, and... It's almost a case of um, critical thinking is something that we we we, mm. we, we we're scared of, you know, yeah. and um, and we don't lose faith. And and obviously people can say, oh, you don't want to go like fanatic, and we're not saying we want to go like fanatic, you know what I mean? And obviously you critically think to yourself, <laughs> out out, but we don't know. He might be going through a journey because you can't look at his life from you're not looking at his life from an end perspective. You're looking at his life at a going through perspective. Mm. So he may be just going through what he's going through. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But um. But yeah, bro, no, no, that's beautiful, bro. And I think that you're totally right. We need to embrace um, and, and and really look at these things from a wide perspective. And that's a challenge to artists as well. Artists, yo, start to really challenge things. And and maybe, guys, we might have to be knocking Joel's door and say, listen, get that Barbie open, man. You know what I mean? COVID's over. There's no more. You know, as long as we don't need a vaccine to go into that Barbie yeah. garden, bro. You know what I'm saying? I think everybody yeah, be all yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that and... um fantastic. But, but before we go, guys, I just want to 100% tell you to send you over, Joel. Uh, when's, I'm not sure when this podcast is going to hit the airwaves, but when is your album going to hit the airwaves? Well, my album's coming out this summer, but the single cool. is uh, called Still Awake. Cool. And that is released in early April. 
brilliant so guys so you'll be hearing this definitely um in early april so you'll, you'll be check out for the single and get ready for the album when the album's out there we'll be definitely i'll be uh, what i'm doing bro is going around to different local events and whatever recording elements of it and putting them on the youtube so people can get to see what's going on the vibe of what's going on and i know your, your vibe is is the next vibe so i'm looking forward to that so definitely keep us informed about the tours and events sure. got, got, they got going on and whatsoever so i'm really ex excited about that guys man but listen guys i am on affinity extra we're here to celebrate gospel music of black origin and i have got one of the dudes that have been here from the 90s alongside with me today and had a great conversation i feel like there needs to be part 10 20 to this as well uh and many more parts and i'll be definitely in the next hip-hop live i know somebody to come in here and we can definitely have fun talking about the best rapper of all time um <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah, because right. I, I got myself in trouble with that one <laughs> i'm getting messages back about we, we decided he was the best rapper of all time <laughs> and then we, we ended up with steve the levi and all my friends just texting me what are you about so it gets shut up so but, you know it, it's so so you know so it's, it's very you know it's is, fun i mean it, that's a fun moment that's a fun thing to do it's it's ah you know there's the making lists yeah. making hip-hop lists there's another thing that's going to be happening is is Go this on. year I've got these f a five episode podcast called Rap Tapestry, in which myself and my friend, um, who's known as Casper Grant, another incredible MC from mm -hmm. Birmingham, and what we do, do is we just talk about what we love, just talk about the MCs that we love. Five, wow. what you know, the favorite gigs we've ever been to. Cool, you know. So oh, yeah, well. yeah. Yes, in terms of favorite rappers, yeah. there's there's loads of contenders. So yeah, I'm I'm fine with people. You know, you we all have this whole conversation. It's so clear yeah. that we all have a different window. Just our life experience it means we have a different window, window. into, into yeah, hip hop, yeah, and yeah. they overlap. They yeah, overlap. Yeah, 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 yeah. But actually, what you think is the best, and what I think is best, of course, we're gonna have we're gonna come with different things. <laughs> I like the way you said that. You know, of course we are. I tell you who it ain't. He's trying to say it's Steve Levi. <laughs> That's what he's trying to say there. I'm <laughs> a diplomatic guy, I like him. You know what I'm saying? But listen, guys, nothing but love. You hear much more from Joel over the over the course of this year, God's sparing life. And you'll be hearing this out there. Please support his music, his creativity. And it's Joel, the, the custodian. custodian. And this is how we do it, man. Nothing but love, people. Thank you for watching the content we're putting out. Listen, make sure that you are liking, subscribing and following us on all our social channels, including patreon.com. Make sure you're finding us on there to support what we do so we can support you. And remember, guys, be extra.